0: And now we have Derek West, pitcher who is not only in the Astros organization, but on the roster officially for the Kingdom of the Netherlands in the WBC. What's up, man? We are super excited to have you here.
1: Hey, thank you guys for so much for having me. I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know we talked a little bit on uh, Twitter already, kind of DMing back and forth before the rosters were finalized, and we were like, I hope I hope you're on the roster. There was like a potential that you might be. I know you're on the preliminary roster, but how was it actually finding out that you were that you made it to the final 30 man roster?
1: Uh, I was super stoked. Um, I was uh, actually uh, just finished playing in Puerto Rico, um, playing winter ball down there, and I was on my way for to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, for vacation, and then, bam, bam, Hensley Mullins had uh, had gave me a phone call and confirmed my eligibility. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, right there in the middle of the airport, you know, ready to go on vacation, just made the vacation that much sweeter. Um, just because I knew I had a lot to look forward to coming up real soon. Yeah, I can
0: imagine. I um, I, I know a lot of people like Bam Bam. I like just players. He seems like a, a great guy. So getting that call must have been pretty cool. Um, it It sounds like, so correct me if I'm wrong, it was kind of just down to the eligibility requirements for you to figure out if you would actually make the final team.
1: So, oh, yeah, so um, I I know I have Dutch lineage on my mom's side, um, and I always knew that there was a possibility I could be eligible, but it was going to be by a very thin margin. Um, you know, as you know, for WBC requirements, your parents have to have had nationality or you had to have been born there or carry a passport. Um, my, my grandparents, my Oma and Opa, had immigrated to the United States in 1960. Uh, my mom was born in 63, but her parents didn't get citizenship until 65, so she had acquired the dual nationality with Holland uh, and the United States. And so that's why I was able to be eligible because my mom had a dual nationality at birth.
0: Oh, that makes so much sense. I was wondering, that was going to be my next question, how you figured out that you were eligible, because like you said, it's it gets pretty confusing for a lot of people that follow the WBC because it's it all it, it's based off of each country's individual citizenship laws and, and passport laws right. and everything so it's a lot different for someone to get Dutch citizenship than it is for like Italian <laughs> citizenship you know right so and so, so yeah
1: and so with that process um, you know according to the WBC guidelines you had to provide sufficient enough evidence to the uh, the committee that you would you would re- you receive eligibility so I had to submit my uh my oma and opa's immigration cards my mom's birth certificate so that way they could connect the overlap to where mm. she was born in the u.s but they were still dutch citizens and so i mean it was a process and it took a while because you know anything requiring the government takes a while
0: <laughs> of course yeah no for for sure you could expect that I'm, I'm glad that you were able to get it taken care of before the tournament though i know a lot of a lot of players in, in MLB for one reason or another, with insurance or eligibility rules, didn't get to to participate. So it made me so happy when I saw that you were finally like on the roster. So congrats, man! That's awesome. Thank
1: you so much thank you.
0: Yeah, I, I wanted to ask, um, did you actually watch the rosters reveal show like on MLB Network?
1: Yes, I did. I was I was waiting. I had already known up to that point. But, I mean, I still had to go on there and watch. I grew up watching MLB Network, watching Quick Pitch. And so, I mean, it just it made it so so awesome just to be able to see my name pop up on MLB Network. You know, it was a dream. That, that in itself was a dream come true because it was one of my favorite channels growing up, the favorite channel.
0: <laughs> you and I were both born in 1996, so I can definitely relate to that. I watched MLB Network every single day, Quick Pitch growing up, so <laughs> – I I can imagine just seeing your name pop up there was the coolest thing. Did your like <laughs> did your phone blow up after that?
1: Uh it did. I mean, just from, you know, my friends and my family saying congratulations and you know, and then I not only did I watch it for me, but you know, I had a former college teammate, RJ Frewer, that that's playing for Team Canada and uh he wasn't mm. sure if he's gonna make the final roster. And then um and then that's how, you know, he found out he finally did, and I got to see that on TV as well. So I mean, I got to share the moment with him. And I got to text him immediately and we got to congratulate each other. And so now, it was, you know, it was, it was just a great moment all the way around.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm so glad that they showed all 20 teams because for a, a while we didn't know how the the show was going to go. I didn't know if it was just going to be like U.S. and Venezuela and Dominican Republic, like all the big countries that like the U.S. fans know. But it made me so happy to see that they showed all of the teams so that like you could be up there and, and get to, like, your family and your friends and everybody could get to share that moment together. Um, I also wanted to ask what, I guess, what was the reason and the, the reason why you wanted to play for the Kingdom of the Netherlands? And what does it mean to you to be able to represent that country?
1: So, I know my grandparents, um, they, they sacrificed a ton to chase the American dream. Um, they had, in the Netherlands, they had the flood back in, like, 1953 and or fifty. 50- and somewhere around there and they had to get approval to be able to immigrate over to the united states and when they finally got that approval that's what caused them to immigrate in 1960 right after they got married um wow. and so they left pretty much every everything that they knew and had you know they had my my grandma um uh, my oma had family and relatives whose houses got affected in the flood and neighbors that got affected in the flood and lost everything um so i mean they packed up with clothes on their back had to come over here and learn a new language and you know, and then they have, you know, their first born in 1963, they're still learning the language. And so now my mom has to grow up and, you know, in the U.S., you know, school system, and she doesn't have her parents to rely on to help her with wow. edu- education. So, you know, all that has led up to my life. And so for me, it's a tribute um, to everything that they've come from. Um, and, you know, to be able to represent where they come from, and they have a lot of pride um, in the Netherlands and where they come from. And I've been there three times, and it's a beautiful country. Probably the most beautiful country that I've been to, you know, with the windmills and going to Kinderdijk and, you know, everything that they have there is absolutely magnificent. And and, uh, and so to be able to represent that is a huge honor.
0: Did you grow up kind of like having like feeling like you were in a, a Dutch household? Like, did was there a big culture, like part of your family that was Dutch?
1: um with my mom not so much um just because she had ar- already grown up americanized um but i mean i did grow up with uh you know wooden shoes and i used to wear them yeah. around wear them outside and um we used to my every time oma would come over she'd make puffer or panekuchen um which are like dutch thin pancakes and um the pu- the are like small silver dollar pancakes with melted butter and powdered sugar and then when yeah. i'd go see, uh my my cousin's yana um, they'd make olibola uh, you know, every year for New Year's Eve, which is kind of like a Dutch tradition. And, mm-hmm. uh, you no, know, so when I went and saw my Dutch family members, we always got to do, you know, eat different Dutch foods and, you know, stuff along those lines. And, uh, but as in terms of my immediate family with my mom and my brother, it wasn't so much Dutch tradition there. It was only when I saw my grandparents.
0: That's cool. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But you've been a couple of times, which is, I mean, I feel like, for example, with, I, I've already said this but the italian team a lot of those guys have had never even been to italy they have a lot of like lineage and and heritage from like their italian descent but like you've been to netherlands a couple times so you, you definitely have that connection
1: yeah so i went uh, to the netherlands three times i went in the sixth grade the eighth grade and the 11th grade and when i went in the 11th grade i was uh playing catch out on a soccer field in Dordrecht. and uh when i was out in dort um one of the coaches uh, for the um, Dordrecht Hawks, they had just joined the Honkbal Hoofdklasse, um, which is the Dutch major league team over, or major league over there. Um, he saw me playing catch, you know, the distance of the soccer field, and then my cousin's tone, and then his daughters uh, would relay the ball all the way back to me because I'm just getting my And <laughs> and he just <laughs> soccer field. And he goes, "You need to throw a bullpen." And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." So they invited me out to the local field there. And I threw a bullpen uh, for the coaches on the Dorset Hawks when I was 16. And then they tried to get me to come over there and play for them. And I was just like, look, I I appreciate it. It would be an honor, but you know, I got to go back to the States. I got, I'm going to have college opportunities. You got major league baseball in the States. There's just a lot more growth for baseball states, you know, than there was in Holland, but. You know, to just be able to experience that and have that opportunity was was awesome, and that's when it really ingrained to me. Like, you know, it'd be awesome to to represent this country one day if it's a box.
0: Oh, that's crazy! I had no idea that you had done that. That's that's super cool. I think a lot of baseball fans in the U.S. are still very new to the idea that the Dutch are pretty good at baseball and that there's a there's an actual domestic league there. So I, I, that's super cool that you got to like meet a lot of uh, like the coaches and those guys over there. I know that this, I just thought of this off the top of my head, but I know there's been some guys that did play in the MLB. They played MLB and then they went over to like maybe a season or so in honkball Hoop to Classy. Would would, would you do that as well? Would you ever consider that for like the end of your career?
1: Uh, Absolutely. I would definitely consider it. I mean, I love it out there. It's like I said, it's a beautiful country. I've got a ton of family over there and, you know, for them to be able to see me firsthand play, you know, they they really haven't got to see me because I'm over here in the States. Yeah over there and have give them an opportunity to come over the field and watch me play and watch me pitch i mean that'd just be awesome i mean at that point you're not even doing it for money you're doing it for the love of the game and for the support of your family who hasn't got to see you play yet
0: oh that would be super cool and like you said from what i understand i've never been but it's a beautiful country so you'd get to be there be with your family and to get to play baseball would just be a blast um one question i wanted to ask did you know anybody already on Team Netherlands, like anybody on this roster, before the rosters were announced.
1: Um, so we did uh, the Kingdom Series down in Curacao uh, at the end of October to the first week in November, and that was kind of an opportunity for all eligible World World Baseball Classic members to kind of get to get together, meet, hang out, talk for the first time, do some team bonding events. Like, uh, we did a catamaran snorkeling trip, um, which was like eight hours out on the snor or out on the sailboat. Um, we did a bike tour in Curacao we did a bunch of scrimmages and practices, you know, where we got to meet the coaching staff for the first time. They got to meet a lot of us new faces like me and the Palacios brothers. And, yeah. uh, you know, and so I got to meet, you know, Richie and Josh. And I I think Josh was the first one I met at the airport. We're sitting there waiting for our ride. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I talked to him a little bit and then, uh, I played with Josh down in Puerto Rico. He played for Mayoas, and I played for Saint Thursday. So every time we played against each other, I got to go talk to him, you know, before batting practice, out in the outfield. And so, I mean, outside that though, was I didn't know anybody, but they did let the, everybody that was eligible meet and hang out and build some some sort of camaraderie before the final roster was announced.
0: Well, that I mean, I feel like that's huge because a lot of countries don't get that. Like you'll hear Mark DeRosa talk about the U.S. team, or even Adam Jones, who's on the U S team in 2017, he was saying the big difference between 2013 and 2017 is that in 2013, they just got all the guys together like two days before, and then just threw them on the field. Whereas in 2017, they actually had like the week or two before where they could spend time together, kind of bond practice together and get to know each other. So the fact that y'all got that opportunity beforehand, I feel like is super cool. Even if a lot of you didn't even know each other.
1: Yeah, and then in uh for San Thursday, I got to play with Dee for a couple weeks. Um, he came down there to get some swings, and you know, I got to you know have some conversations with him and talk to him. And you know, even though they're just brief conversations, I mean, those brief conversations go a long way in, tor- yeah. in forming a brotherhood, especially when you're playing baseball. It's almost like as soon as you meet somebody and get on the field for the first time, it feels like you've known them their whole life, just because we all have similar experiences on the field and we all go through the same struggles. You know, every single day grinding through the system. Yeah,
0: the Netherlands, the Kingdom of the Netherlands, and I'll specify that for that, this question, um, is in an interesting situation because they're one of the few countries in this tournament that is a team made up of multiple countries. So you got the Netherlands and then you got Aruba and Curacao, St. Martin. And so there's a lot of different kind of cultural backgrounds. But was it was it nice to be able to, even with those different diverse backgrounds, get to like bond over baseball, which is like a common experience you've all had?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the, the, you know, the, the best part is regardless of what country you're from, that's represented by the the kingdom of the Netherlands, everybody is, you know, super friendly. It doesn't matter what their background is. You know, the guys from from Bonaire, um, you know, from the Netherlands, I mean, they are all super friendly and we all, it's almost instantly getting along. And, you know, it's like I said, it's a, it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. And, you don't really have so much of a language barrier. Everybody speaks English. You know, they've asked me how much Dutch do you know, and I'm like, I can, I can get by with hello, please, thank you, good night, good morning. I can do the basics. Um, but I mean, there's other guys on the team that speak Papiamento and they speak Spanish, and so like they all know multiple and several languages. So it's a, uh, you know, it's pretty awesome that you know. But on the baseball field, it's one language that's throw strikes and win ball games.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go! I love it. I'm I'm so excited to see this team take the field. I mean, there's a bunch of stars on the team. I mean, MLB fans know half the lineup already, if not the whole lineup. So, it's going to be a super fun team to watch. Um, last question, last formal question. I might ask one or two after, but what I wanted to pose this to you: What is the reason that the Netherlands, that the Kingdom of the Netherlands, will make it out of Pool A? What's the reason? <laughs> if there's one reason why they're going to make it out of Pool A that they can get past the rest of those teams, what's the strong suit of this team?
1: Uh, we want it more than anybody. I can tell you just from the time at Curacao, everybody is just—they're hungry. They're craving it, especially when you got a country in the last couple of World Baseball Classics that they—they—they've they, they, tasted the finals. You know, it's right there. It's right in their grasp. You know, they mm-hmm. want it. I know they want it more than these other countries. And I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised when we go out there and we we show people, you know, Netherlands are, you know, top two country in baseball. I mean, I, I really firmly believe this team is going to make a splash and make a huge impact in this tournament. And I'm excited to be a part of it and be able to make that happen and just show everybody what the kingdom of Netherlands is all about.
0: This tournament is one of my favorite parts about it is how guys like you who are, in an affiliated system that haven't quite made it to mlb yet you get to use this as like a showcase for yourself as your talent like you you're going to be playing in front of thousands and thousands of fans against mlb competition so i i'm really excited for you man i super excited for you to get this opportunity to not only like expand your repertoire and your baseball experience but also get to like represent this country and your family It's going to be super cool last question what are you most excited for in the WBC off the diamond?
1: Off the diamond, I mean, you're building lifelong relationships, you know, with everybody that you're playing with. You know, this is a tournament. Yeah, it's only for a couple weeks, but you're building a lifetime worth of memories. And every every single moment that I spend in this tournament is going to be a, there's going to be a story that I can tell my kids and my kids can tell their kids. And, you know, it's, it's, it's generational stories that's going to go on forever. And that's what's the greatest thing about this tournament is it's such a huge magnitude tournament. It's, it's an, on an international global scale that it's always going to be around. And we're going to go 50 years from now, and you're still going to see highlights from this tournament. And then I can always look back and say I was a part of that.
0: Mm. Wow. Yeah, you and I both, you longer, but we both have this experience of growing up with baseball, Loving it, having all of these stories from whether it's high school, middle school, high school, going to travel ball, whatever it is, whatever your experience with baseball is. It's just like I I feel like the people that have played it for all of their childhood have just like a strong tie. And like it it just means a lot to them to be able to play this. There's a lot of countries that don't have that. Um, So hopefully my hope is that through you and the rest of the, the kingdom of the Netherlands team that a lot of these kids in. Holland in the Netherlands in Curacao in Aruba um, a lot of these kids get to see this team and see that as something that oh wait I can do that like I can play baseball like that's something that people from here can actually do so I'm hoping that it really helps continue to grow the sports um, and I think that you and this team is going to be a big part of that so I'm really excited for you man
1: thank you thank you very much
0: yeah thanks for coming on um we'll talk again soon this is a this is a super fun uh podcast and uh, interview that we got to do but good luck good luck in astros camp really excited for you uh, as the season starts hopefully that uh that season goes well i was looking at your numbers right before this just same shameless plug you killed it in puerto rico so (laughs) hopefully that carries over into uh, the astros like are are you with the hooks now
1: uh, I finished with the hooks, uh, you know, obviously I want to shoot for the stars here and, uh, you know, put on my best performance in the WBC and the rest of spring training and, you know, maybe give myself a crack to, to crack a triple A roster. But, you know, at the Let's moment, go. living in the present, getting ready for the classic. And then hopefully next time we talk real soon, it'll be uh, holding a WBC trophy.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Yes, sir. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it, brother.
1: Thank you very much. Y'all have a good night.